Hi and welcome to Bank Stop. My name is Jason Clark and I'm joined by my fellow co-host Hassani Evelyn, Akim Nero, Dwayne Collymore, and Damien Reed. And tonight we are also joined by special guests, uh someone someone who you know is no stranger to the cricketing arena, especially uh on the in the Barbados scene. Uh someone who's played youth cricket for Barbados. He's very he was a very active member of the Empire Sports Club. Uh, he he uh, played first class cricket for CCC as well, and he's now in the coaching realm of, of, of his uh, career. Uh, that who's joining us tonight is uh, Mr. Jamal Smith, one of the tallest wicketkeeper batsmen we know. <laughs> Yo, Thank, thank you for joining us here tonight. Uh, Jamal, how are you doing? I'm well. You guys, how are you guys doing? Happy pretty good. Alive, pretty, good. pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, just want to first thank you for joining us um, on the show, like I said earlier. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I, I just want to dive straight into things. Um, we had Wendell Coppin uh, a couple of weeks ago, former coach of the Yorkshire cricket team uh, and you know I asked him you know what was it like coaching the likes of Akim Nero and Dwayne Collymore you know I I, I I watch these guys you know week in and week out and I know how these guys can get you know so you are now the current coach of the Yorkshire, the Yorkshire cricket team you know so I, I want to hear from your perspective I want to hear from you now what what was it like what sorry not what what is it like uh coaching these two guys because like i said they know these how, how these two can get so i want to hear from you what is it like coaching these two here well i i call mr calling more federal these two guys, fed, fed with no, uh -huh. for no before we about them like we used to represent in fair clubs so yeah mm -hmm. a relationship you know he still, mm -hmm. holds me, he still holds me accountable for a minor error that i would have made but it put him it put him squarely in um Nero sites and going to Yorkshire, you know, but we got over that and I think we have a pretty good relationship. Nero, um, I like to tell Nero, I think he's a bit too nice as a fellow. I think he has the attributes to be a pretty good administrator at the club level, etc. And he's a captain, but, you know, if it's one fault, Nero has it. He's a little too nice. He's a nice guy. Okay. Um, I, I'm hoping this season to get at least one and a half laps out of him. You should have seen him yesterday. It was horrible. Pretty good days overall and at Yorkshire. Pretty comfortable. So I think seen it's a nice young group. So pretty, pretty pleased to be working with those guys. Glad to, glad to hear that. Glad to hear that coming from you. He looking, he, he looking for, he looking for um some some harsh comments, man. He, he hoping to hear his rebels or something, man. Come on, no, 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 no. I, I know, I, I, I've known you guys for years, so I, I know you guys are not any rebels, and I, I consider you guys friends, so I, 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 I know you guys are not any rebels. I'm just checking. I, I know, you know, I know how you can get sometimes on the on the cricket field, and you know. Once again, you, you know Nero, sometimes when Nero is skipper, Nero will bowl all day, you know, so. <laughs> That's the <what> happened. Well, <laughs> so, you know, I, I just wanted to get, um, I just wanted to get the coach's perspective on, on, on you guys, but, you know, nothing but good reports, as, you know, I, I, I figured. Yeah, I was about Nero bowling this, I find you in the draft star. 
I wasn't really gonna address it, to be honest. I, I think after Craig Braffick, you know, said that Nero is a pretty good um I think those were the words he used. He's a pretty good quality. Yeah, so I I mean, if Craig Braffitt can say that, Nira, uh, he did say that, Fred, you're correct. If Craig Braffitt can say that, you know, Nira has a quality off bread, I mean, I, there's nothing more that Jason Clark can say or, you know, I I, I, I take um, Craig, Craig's word for it. So I, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that uh, and, 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 and off of Nero's bowling now. I'm off of the nearest bowling. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so Jamal, as we just alluded to that, you you are a coach current currently um coaching. You've been coaching for, for how long because I, I see that you were the coach of the uh Gladiola team as well. Uh well the Gladiola part that was more of a player war, but for okay. Some, okay. for some reason whenever I, I go around the circuit. I assume some kind of leadership role, but um, I would have started starting my own camp with Jason. He has a call camp, get ahead. Uh, we usually cater to guys from young men from about six years old up onto 14, 15. And then mm. from there, I did a stint at UE St. Augustine, I think, year before, if memory serves me correct, pretty long stint down there with the university team in their um, the competition, which is basically the same as ours for his vision, EV, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do they do? Um, of course, I sent to excellence as well. Well, specializing in keeping it right now, I'm working with the Barbados cohort of the West Indies on the 90s with Florida and Rohan Nurse. Okay, uh, okay, prepare those days to go off to Antigua sometime in August. Uh, also, all told, uh, probably about four years experience for you on the job in terms of senior level cricket, but about six or seven doing juniors as well. Okay, okay, interesting, uh, interesting um i want to stick to the the uh the coaching uh in the the barbados and uh, stick on barbados uh aspect of it I, i'm not sure if you would have uh had a chance to watch last week's episode but we had mr collimore who he he basically had to show for himself he you know he went on a rant about you know the, the the bc and blah 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 um i want to get your thoughts on you know as a coach you know you've been you said you've been in it for for four or five years uh i just want to get your, your your thoughts on the current state of the 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 um the cricket the bar, cricket in barbados you know and you know if we are on the the right track uh in terms of you know building and and, and getting cricket back to to where it is or where it should be i should say uh 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 not really sure it should be where it was years ago uh, that's a pretty broad question. What I would say is, mm-hmm. what I would say is we have the talent. Uh, there's mm-hmm. no denying that, but um, our structures, um, I wouldn't say outdated, but especially at the first division elite level, uh, we still have the issue with them domestically. Unfortunately, you can only practice here. Yeah. So we get over half a late at Yorkshire, if we lucky. I don't know if these guys coming from work, etc. So what I find happens it is just from my experience, yes. Uh, coaching mm-hmm. at your actually first vision, you will find that you have guys that are demotivated, so to speak. You know, they love the sport, they play the sport, but it's more of a pastime and having fun at that at that level. And specifically speaking, the first vision right now because of being in Yorkshire, 
and it was a slick adjustment. They were the two new words well coming from inquiry. I had guys like Sam eight nine guys playing for a scratch okay. I looking to get in as opposed to coming to York. And I remember one of our first conversations we had as a team in a in a warm up game. I think it was Nero again that said that you nobody know, here looking to play for Barbados. And, yeah. and well, I took that personally from the point of view that the group was young and you got guys that are tell about Barbados there as well. Um, and a couple of other guys that if you know they were supporting the requisite work probably could be around. But I understand where they're coming from in terms of how cricket is trying to play in Barbados. If we're going to knock the system, I would say that if you're not a system man, so to speak, it's very hard to, to break through and break in and you have to relay on the side of having an eye for you and, and pulling you on side and trying to get you in. And, you know, from that perspective, as far as our selection is concerned, for, say, trials, et cetera, we have a guy would score six, five, six, seven hundred runs. And we have a case in front of Talbot Rapid, for instance. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a guy who I think can play, obviously, in a, in a state right now in England, for doing pretty mm-hmm. well for a start. But he was one guy from Yorkshire, for instance, I identified that I felt had the ability to, to play the cricket. But what happens... You're 25, 26, the square runs, 27, 28, square runs, 28, 29, square runs, still no recognition. Probably go to trials if you're lucky, you get one trial again, or you don't get a trial again at all, that kind of stuff. It kind of demotivates you, so you end up them just playing for fun. I think that's mm-hmm. something the, BC, the BCA needs to revisit. And even again, over this new cut and, and that, the new structure that they're coming it's fine. But you recycle, you recycle, you recycle the same pool of players and not necessarily rewarding people for performing. And, of, uh, on, and, I cited that as well. Sometimes you yeah, reward people for not performing or, or what I like to call cheesing in the cricket because for me, there should be a minimum requirement and a standard. Let's say you're a contracted player for the BCA and you're a fast bowler and you don't send out X amount of overs in the season. You don't get X amount of wickets or a batsman. You're not posting over 350, 400, 500, whatever. Or whatever. If it was at the Jamal Smith, you would not be at trials. And whoever that guy is from um, isolation, Yorkshire, whatever club, that has done that, he would go to trials. That's how I believe it should be. So, uh-huh. what I would, for me, what I would create is a little motivation for the guy that feels like he can get in. And another guy that popped into my mind is a guy that Jermaine put in. I actually saw him a couple of weeks ago. They were doing it on the 90s, like Frank Stevenson, and followed a lot of ability, etc. So, as I say, what you find is that there's an exclusiveness that needs to be addressed. I don't think we, we have addressed. And then you've got, you know, the us and the them. So, it's like, my them fellas that can get on with the BCA. Them getting all the opportunities, whereas we have a guy that may make some runs and may not necessarily get in. I remember, um, well, what was his name? Mikhail Austin, he would have scored like 400 and some odd runs for St. Catherine. I was just like 40 yards only last year, the year before, before the um, ET20. And it was one of the ways he didn't get invited to the trials. Then they would see another opening batsman that's been around the system that barely mustered 200 runs walking in people's trials. And to be honest with you, if it being frank, I think that that's an error. That's a mistake. I have no problem with the system. Maybe you all know who the talent is and who, whatever, whatever. But you have to create a reward for your structure, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. And yeah. I think what that will help to do too is motivate, as I said, the players at the Yorkshire, they say, wherever, that, to play cricket harder because they believe that it's a little something out there for them. So if it will not be structure, I would say that that is where we have some work to do overall, though, as a product. Uh, the Barbados Business Cricket Association, especially with limited resources, are not doing a bad job. You have the coaches down there. You have the guys, obviously, in in a a group of guys that you practice on your work with, and you have the working facilities to do et cetera, et cetera. But as I said, overall, I think that's one weakness in the structure that could be corrected. You always relate some more resources. I personally think you could look revisit the structure of the cricket as well. I, I played in Trinidad, as I said before. I, I kind of like how they operate it. And again, they have some of the resources to do so. So, for instance, 
if I would start my practice sessions at six, we finish at nine. But I could do that because they have lights, mostly grounds, even like a yards or whatever. They will have lights that compatible enough that you can use them. That's not the case here. Uh, they play to 20 during the week. If you're over on weekends and the season is condensed and it finishes pretty quickly, and I think what that gives you time to do is when your, your season finishes and they play two day cricket. Uh, what, what that does is that allows your season to finish in a specified period of time, and then you have enough time to see it play. Now, everybody going with this term best of best, so let's go with the best of best term. But you have the better players coming out to your local season now, um, looking to play in a semi pro, a semi pro trials because I, I believe trials up there again, too. You know, um, this choreographed thing, you just got like a board six over there, and this body gonna open, etc., as opposed to a competition based um, tournament. That yeah. a guy, a fed, a hero, or whoever could feel like there's a little reward that could be had from performing during the season. If it's, even if it's going to make the Barbados team, I just am playing in a recognizable and in a cricket structure. And to be honest, as a coach, I see it a lot. You take a guy that has a skill or whatever, but then you put him in a performance system, high performance or their boat, and you you were able to see him move from one tier to the next and you garner different results from him, especially in terms of fitness and awareness and all of that. So, you know, we could go on and on about those kind of things. But as I said, where I take the weakness in the structure is, is that it needs to be a, a more slanted bars being reward based and asking more, asking more of our players that we are rewarding with contracts, asking them to perform on Saturdays, turn up for the clubs if they fast bowlers bowl X amount of overs in the season, etc. Instead of yeah. like cheesing, so that's just my opinions. I know sometimes they come across a little strong or harsh, but I call it as I see it. Yeah, and, and yeah. I, I, I really appreciate I really appreciate your your um answer there. As you say, you you call it as you see it, and yeah, I I, I really appreciate that. Uh, I, I I was gonna hold about, hold about this question for um a little later on in the show, but you know how you answer that question. I, I, I really want to hear how you were going to answer this, this question, though. <laughs> there's a negative, for some reason, I don't agree with it, but there's a negative stigma attached to UV in, in Barbados. UV, uh, I don't want to do it, UV cricket, cricket UV in, in Barbados. One of our members, Mr. Devane Collymore, he, he, from what I can remember, he, he, he's definitely one of those members who, 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 you know, I don't want to say bash, but he, he has some, some, some things to say about the, the cricketer at uh, uh, um, UV in, in Barbados. How I see it, I, 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 I do not understand why people have such, you know, negative things to say about it. All it does, in my opinion, plain and simple, is that it gives an, a, a, another a, a, another guy an opportunity to play cricket at the at the highest level, and that gives a guy the opportunity to be seen and and like I said, to go on and play at the highest level. And the perfect example of that is Carlos Barfey. Perfect example of that is Carlos Barfey because when Carlos Barfey first got in. To, to um to, to the first class uh cricket when Barbados did not pick him and he went to play the CCC Carlos Barfit had a, a, a an excellent um season and then the next year thank you Fred are you waiting I'm waiting call he but carry on yeah carry on carry on and and and, and he, he went on he, he went, like I said he had a pretty good season and he went on to 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 play 
um, for Barbados in next year. They actually called it Barbados actually called it to play for next year. And like I said, that's where Carlos Barker really, really started to really, you know, show what he, he's made of. Um, well, on, on the first part of it, because we all know Carlos Barker for years had, you know, talent, very, very talented uh, player, you know? So, you know, I, I just want to get your, your, your thoughts on, you know, the, the, uh, the CC, well, as you guys just said, CCC, UV, two different things, but, you know, so I just want to get your thoughts on, you know, on uh, as, as someone who would have represented uh, uh, CCC yourself. Uh, I kind of get this question all the time in a roundabout way. I actually would have been a part of the first set of, I would say the first cohort, if memory serves me correct, uh, Shirley Clark and those guys in 2007 when I came in in 2008. I actually was in the team that won the first first class game against Barbados at uh, UE. Yeah. Oh, Bennett, uh, so, Bennett. Yeah, Bennett and, yeah, and stuff. So, so, so I, Jamal, just a quick for you were studying at UE at time, right? You were doing your. Yeah, right? I mean, that's trying to ask how this Right. That's all we're trying to make sure. You would have got into UE. And you're doing your, your studies, and right, that's what uh, continue. Yes, um, I guess that quite a for some. That's why it was getting to fan. I'm gonna push that question, or give me some time, give me some time for this question for you guys. It's a contentious <laughs> issue, and it's not even only related to cricket because only recently I heard there was a little row about the netball and the fact that they felt like there was a netball dream. Um, some of the girls, most of the girls, maybe pop girls, call the office, often the scholarships, etc. Yeah, they're basically boy, boy, the sports. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but Fed, I, I, I get that. <laughs> but when a young person is faced with the choice to keep things as they are or look for opportunity to do better, you can't really blame the sports. I, I have no problem with that. Right. So what I'm saying to you is, if the if the structure allows for it and the structure allows for it at University of West Indies. Unfortunately, in this instance, because that our sports our sports infrastructure, especially, is not up to scratch, people are going Correct. to get to yours. You and you can't blame a person at any day. I am not. I am um, right. So, so what you actually shows you is the level that our sports needs to be taken to in terms to of facilities, bathroom staff, etc. Et it actually is the gold standard. However, um. I actually would have had some very bitter rivalries with UE coming up to my empire days because you know I was actually a little offended at first by UE project, but then I understood what was going on and I had to. Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. yeah, 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 yeah. I had to respect. I had to respect the process, and I learned that over time. That as uh, Jason just said, that there were a few players then that would come up play for UE. Want to CCC that who probably wouldn't necessarily be able to represent Westings or showcase their talent. So, mm-hmm. as far as the ladder is concerned, is there and the at face value what the University of Westings offers, I really don't think you can discount that. However, when we pull it back now and we say, okay, we see a lot of instances where there's some poaching, the layers, the layers, and we see some poaching or we see some, but my, my, my problem wasn't with my problem wasn't with giving you be giving your opportunity, you know. The problem we have with you is that you basically invent through no channels at all to just get to the to that elite stage. Like you just hear one year, well, you can be in the competition of the developmental team, and then boom, floodgates so open. I mean, don't get me wrong, you produce. I see some average players that that Florida and the team down there that's really 
drill and, and, wow. and get in there running good. I, I would never, I would never discredit that. By end of the day, as you say, when you feel about some of the lyrics, you understand? Uh, and and what some of the problems they have, you be also coming up from, uh, you, as you said, Jamal, in fact, like, you will see the amount of comfort with some of the players due to the, the, the length of time that they spend in the UE system as opposed to trying to, 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 to carry that system, trying to build a system outside the UE or try to go outside the comfort zones. Like, an example would be Cal Carmen. For example, like, Carb is the perfect example of a, 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 a person who was in the comfort zone for a long time. A long time, you understand? And people, not only me, like these selectors were, were saying, man, they want to see. They want Take me long. Take me long. BC, BC, call it. You will call the cut internet, man. I think it's think it's back. I think it's back. Uh -huh. you there? So it's like, like, yeah, it's still here. Okay. And, yeah, and, and then you got some, you got some players that that they produce. It. When you look at as Jason mentioned, Carlos Raymond. You know, I right. remember you took a class and see Raymond working hard. Like Raymond, Raymond out there working hard. With, and, and that's what I say on the previous. Like you got coaches out there. I might not let you be system, but Floyd is get results, yes. There were also some that was talented and let me be frank, so go out there and play ass. Let me be frank. And I'm not looking at it. When it started you when it started you be right, I guess let me when it started you the structure was the criteria was you had to be well finish you had to be a student studying a, a degree at UE. That was the that was the, the narrative that was pushing. Then all of a sudden, that was the path you had to walk. That was sudden, my life on a helicopter. I just practicing. You, like, you don't see this. You don't see these men running stuff and then. Then you hear all of a sudden, oh, if you got Polytechnic or BCC or even if you do a course at Open Campus, it still count for certain men. Just yeah, to get certain men. That, that, that was the wrong. Where, where, that's the problem where. They start it becoming about winning. It started to become it started to see that it actually become more about winning as in opposed to what it started out to. And you have some players that yeah. And to me, I can't say a system fail because of a few players, you know. If the majority better than the minority, to me the system work. Yeah, you got a couple of players and we could call names. We ain't got beat Rody Bush this in the Mason, I guess we could you had the players like Nick Parfait as opposed to who was that? They're so long, still yet they never complete. You understand? But when you look at a guy like Miles Bascom or Current C, like these guys who come in from the island, get the education, play the cricket, and move on. You understand? That was the issue with some of the look Somebody too comfortable. Here. They're challenging themselves, and then it's like, what? Yeah, they 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 still ain't getting the, the result the um they, they still ain't finish the education and they still ain't they just they just milking the cricket. Because so that was the issue with you eat. Because me, of you mm -hmm. I like the, the, the system you has in place in terms of the pay the players, the move like a professional setup, you gotta be and I mean I I might not be in it, but I had a chance to be around the setup. Not not directly involved, but to see how it is run the ins and out. And to be honest, I think, yeah, you might say Floyd this, but Floyd is run a tight shit. 
Just when that man call a meeting, even the aunts and the pastor is get there early. And to me, like you, you, those, those are things that you need, and and and, but, and I think we be set up there is perfect. Yes, set up for yes, but we be set, be set up can work for some, but not life. for all. But yes, but thank you, but thank you, but thank you. You were supposed, but the narrative was supposed to be developmental, developmental. You developing the complete the bio Right, so it was developmental. So the whole scope was a, a, a rounded athlete. So like this, yeah. you know, if you got something happen, something happen to your injury, you got something to fall back on. That was the the whole cup summary. But then it just fall by the side. I know you got some that was successful and some that wasn't successful. Some that when they start was there before me and they left, and then they're still there and probably they're still there today. So for me. It, and then it also pushed a lot of people to, to UV. I'd rather go and play for clubs because they were like, but it makes no sense. I come UV to learn and say, but here, they play for every school. But it's hard for me to break in because I'm taking the correct path, the path that them yeah, tell me. But, it, but yeah. some people get fast trapped from a helicopter in because of favors. I do my honor cricket, I'm a cricket friend, and I just sit down on the tree and be just observe these things by fans. <laughs> Then you see the man dejected, like man is just saying, Oh well, let me just go play for a club. And then the same club, man, this was end up playing in the region the the Barbados team and investing this team. But because part of as you said, is this end up playing cricket for fun because they felt man, I got fair break at UB. That's that boy favorite, and he like that body, so he can play that body, and that ain't ever doing that at UB. He just can let the impact me be a come. And Hassani, just, Hassani, you don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. You don't know what's You don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. You don't but only right. issue I tell you with UE, as I say, I tell you with UE is that how they went about getting into the elite. And that's a problem that, that's a discussion I had in Imperial, Imperial first class players. But what UE team, what it, what, what it did do, I must say, is that it forced a lot of clubs to step up. Like coming from Imperial, Jess, when UE got to play Imperial as a big game, you guarantee Imperial won't beat UE. You understand? Like, we can't who you bring in. You can bring in shivs. We can find somebody. We, 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 can, we believe we got the exploits to beat them. So a lot of teams then started to become more competitive. The cricket started to become a little more jumpy because people start planning for UE. Like, you, at one time, it's like UE being everything in Barbados. Started here, they mean everything. You understand? So it pushed the cricket to another level. But... Uh, uh, so Sonny said, I can't agree with the, the, the favoritism because they had a guy named Croc. I can't remember what Croc's name is. But uh, Kevon, Kevon Beckles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, people were labeled Croc a cowboy, Jace. And to be mm-hmm. honest, Croc is a cowboy. You know what I'm saying? But Floyd, for example, said, no, I didn't mean Jace didn't say that I see the man as do like, He would take a man who you would call a bush cricketer. You understand? This man might be a man that got hard to leg. That's the only thing the man could do. But he can find you that hard to leg. 
And that can become a no care what you do, that man going that shop perfect. So that area perfect. And that is saying that I see in a lot of different places. Like they had another guy who Bramble. That that currently probably in Australia thing still, but Bramble Bramble got the hands yes to me. Bramble can, but, but I see Floyd work with Bramble, work with Bramble, work with Bramble, and Bramble become a decent, a very, very decent keeper. So the the, the I can't say it's only favoritism. I can't say my call favoritism is going and we can look at the BCS system and say favoritism in there too. The you understand? Yeah. So exactly, Nero. Like every so, so, so people talk about favoritism yeah. and this and that, but to me you can't favor you can't single out one aspect which is the favoritism and and, 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 and just stick that point you where favoritism is going at every club, in, in, in every organization, yeah. in every place. It's all yeah, over. Yes. But the mommy and I, 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 I also want to ask uh, Hassani and and uh, and and, and Colin Moore. But fair enough. What if y'all said y'all spoke about the, the um the, the the route that they took to to, to get to you know do well whatever. So I, I wanna know from from you from you I wanna hear from you guys like uh, uh, what what was the proper channels that you should have taken to get to that? Division, intermediate for they should have gone so Okay, okay. Or, or at least intermediate, and then go up because then it looked like because technically you was living it as developmental, you developing players. So, what you what you put on straight like talk? So, then you choose to say, but Hassani, but Hassani, when you first came on to the stage, I can't, I, I, I'm not good with yours. But I wanted to give me, give me some of the names that would have would have been in that crop that you would have want to start at the bottom of work the way with Floyd as a coach. I can't remember. You had a lot of players, yeah. You had Marcella, you had Currency, Boston. You had a lot of players, quality players. So that's why I say. So 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 you want you you call currency there? Remember, but currency was a pretty good pretty good player back in there. Or that had a period yeah. or market to score a lot of runs, a lot right, of runs. Right. Or, like, yes, so just so you want so just my thing is that you draw a straight. Everybody had to earn the My thing is that everybody clubs is gonna fight hard to get for more. I said, but what I'm telling you. Even if you start in division three, you will you will win that every division till they get to the elite. That's quite right. At least the path is a path. You understand? I agree with you. And what Jamal said, I completely agree. I mean, fed as hard as. Them is pick who them want pick, and they don't go wrong at the other clubs and see that you don't reward a man for the runs because they got certain like like the same Braffet, the guy who the guy they, they got a guy from Isolation Cavaliers to score a lot of runs every year. I didn't never see my Barbados shows yet. Um, yeah. name it coming, but a certain clubs that when they look at your scores and they, you watch little cricket, you see. In the intermediates, man, like every year scoring runs intermediate and first, and they don't get a call, they don't get invite to a trial game. Here we go, good system, Sonny, man. Like, 
their intermediate team will be real strong. Their men's post for their intermediate team at any 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 chance I, I just believe the first team or whatever the case is. But um some of my problems with you is not as I say Anis chapter up and the third is like you is bully cricket to me. Like you is as you beat you protest. You get that point time everyone in Pavy play in Pavy play you a game boy. I can't remember the game. I mean, in Pavy, the game was late, though. It was dark. And John only make even beer noise. Yes, you know, he came in the vortex. Mm. So, mm. you can't friends the beat. I think somebody beat them again. They got a, fun, they got a thing that I ain't play yet, too, in Barbados. Uh, 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 it's a 50 or T20 tournament. I don't know the finals they play. Because St. Mm. Catherine's beat you in. And the man says St. Catherine's use the wrong ball. Man, mm. funny, the man is funny. The man is funny. The man is just funny. And they got the resources. You understand? So, so, you know, but apart from that, there, like, mm. you eat system, Floyd, you wear a Floyd coach. As I tell you on, on episode before, Floyd, he got to be good for something because he's get results. All he programs is work. The training and the youth programs is work. You understand? And and that's where you go back to BC, as Bert was saying earlier. You got to revamp because you got to. You be saying no, it's not UE. Mm. UE has a select group that they can select from, along with the countries that they want. To. But the BCN now has a job of a, the country. You understand? So as you can't just be rewarding a man because he in the system. You understand? And that idea that Bert gave to me, it, it sounds very feasible, but it sounds like it makes sense because it was, as he said, it would motivate a man or like, a, like me or me role to say with you. I might still stand an outside chance here, yeah. No money that I got, Kevin Walker as a keeper, and Shane mm. Dorish, but if I go here now and, and score saying these runs or play some blenders in this game, I could accept the apple cart. Mm, but mm, I mm. might go now and accept the apple cart and then, well, you're going to reward me. So why can you tell myself, Michael, I was going to start some court next to our saying. So it, 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 it's very touchy, but um, I don't really, I don't fault the system. Mm-hmm. The overall system, I just have problems with how to go about certain things. Simple fair as enough. that. So, fair so, enough. Jamal, right, that's a quick. I, um, for the, the people that are watching, and I probably only hear about you probably at Empire. So, give me a backstory of Jamal, the, the cricketer growing up. Like, you was always a keeper where you was like the, the, the journey. <laughs> if you can, if you can remember. Or is that <laughs> Big old swingers, 38 <laughs> um, I, I started at Reggie Hall. I started at Reggie Hall. We've been a couple of players there. Back then, Rohan Nurse was the big man. I can remember clearly. We scored all runs. We met Alexandra. I uh, met the Barbados on the 19th team from there, two years, 2002 and three. We won the cup in 2002, I think. Yeah, 2002 then. Um, I was a keeper then, but oh Lord, I had broken my, I actually broke my, my finger. But at the time, I was buying pretty well in Eswick. But so Wardy Eswick uh, suggested to me that I can still buy a tree from Barbados, but I would just not keep my hand. I was sweating up all the time. Like, I was going into our spinning nets, and it was a game we could not get the levers ball out for some reason. And I just bowled out over before. T, yeah, wicket. Come back. Yeah, wicket. Next two balls continue. They ended up with six, six for 36 or some mess like that. Next game, Wardy dropped ball. Roddy Drakmore dropped my small and they get two fifers against Trinidad Ramblin and Simmons and then fellas and then they come back with them. Both on all Spain. Got about 30 all wickets in like four games for Empire. 
Uh, they combined next year got forty nine, but all the water still won. <laughs> but it started to get real. It started to get confusing. Something they actually make for first time game because of Austin for CCC. And the same game when we beat Barbados, I got we mm-hmm. got Ranghams. I think I got Ranghams in that game called that slip. And then Bennett come and get poisoned. Yeah, you know that he lived that long. Yeah, Ryan would never be able to live that long. But, um, yeah, then I knock around a couple of years, play for Barbados, bought my hand. Kensington, Jason Water, bought a short ball on our Ridgey pitch. Many pitch was doing this thing for um, World Cup or some mess. I didn't know the pitch was Ridgey, and they bought my hand. It was a little business for about two years. We all rehab and stuff. Uh, then Billy Dolly oh. played play for Empire, and then point my way back to CCC as captain in 2017, I think, and then finished from there. So that was basically it. So the broken hand, mentally, how was that? Talk to that process, you know, mentally. Because you said you was out for two years. So you was on this like this outward trajectory. That in a very, very strange way, to be very honest with you. I would argue that it's one of the better things that happened to me because what you realize in isolation and at therapy, you're by yourself, uh, you're out to pasture basically. And I had to find, I had to find to finish my degree properly. And, you know, just educate myself and for myself, you know, redefining myself by realizing that there's life before or after cricket. And that's when they obviously started then again to looking at coaching, commentary, this other stuff. So I would say that don't think we started to try to to try to rebrand myself, so to speak. Because you know, I was still in that still in that mode, playing with all the guys rubbing shoulders and thinking even make it or trying to make it and not focusing on other things. So um I would say from that point of view, it was good for me. Uh psychologically as a player, the first I would say probably first season back trying to use my hand again was difficult, you know. Take him out of your back constantly. That's a psychological thing. Uh, mm. Studying about getting hit and that kind of stuff. And then basically, because yeah. I'm not be able to play shots, I used to play because they have things in my. Everybody broke in my metatarpals. So I had to learn to use this and these two fingers again. So, you know, you got grip and that kind of stuff. And as I said, getting an injury like that, I think it was 26 at the time. It, it just put things in perspective for me because it felt like it was in my prime. I just met 598 runs in the BCS. That was feeling good. You know what I mean? I think it was prospect, but. It wasn't to be Dorich. I remember Dorich then came back, did his thing, and the rest was history. So I always knew that I would have to find a way to carve up my niche in cricket or in sport and try to stay relevant. So I actually have a saying, as they call it, affirmation affirmation get I tell myself, stay relevant. So that's why I pursued, pursued my career outside of cricket, or not really outside of cricket, outside of actively playing. Playing, yeah, yeah. So I do a little course, I do a little commentary, I try to, you know, do I'm trying to do my infield there. We're looking at sport and the economy, specifically globalization and cricket, you know, franchise cricket, etc. opportunities that they present themselves. You know, those what they mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. mm-hmm. players, but players not uh, well represent the nation, where the West Indian nation because of money and this and that. So we're looking at that kind mm. of issue. As I said, it gave me some time to reflect. I really didn't have a choice. It wasn't that much else to do but be up to pasture. And it, it, it helped me to see cricket from a different angle. So now when they're coaching and stuff, even this evening, it was already on the 19th, you know, speaking to them about the relevance of using the brains, not only <laughs> your brawn and, you know, understanding your game, understanding where you are, understanding yourself. You know, building that future for yourself, going to school, and actually, as my man uh, Hassani would say, you're going to learn something. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. It's very, very important because <laughs> I, I think, I honestly say cricket is life, but sport in general is life. And when you're a sportsman, 
Yeah, you can marry that with, you know, some book sense and little the academics, etc. You actually put yourself in a pretty good position. So, Facts. you know, you know that's, that's basically it for me. So, that's the backstory. I love the game, and that's probably why transition and coaching you may have. And as 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 Fair Ripley said, it actually work a lot with Floyd, like, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I work with Floyd a lot, and I work with Floyd from when he was obviously back then to now. And the way how he coaches, the intensity that he brings. I actually trained the coach, Fed, as you will know, I trained with all guys. And even yesterday, we was doing some beer crossing for you, and um, and you were getting people beer crossing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually trained the coach because I try, I try to stay fit, and as I said, stay relevant and bring that intensity. So I, I, we would throw arm, fly, fly with your arm for like hour and a half, two hours straight. I would do the same thing. Like these young boys, stay relevant, stay competitive, stay with them, play some handball, that kind of stuff. So I find myself now, in that space where I'm looking to give back knowledge, try to help fellas not make the same mistakes that I made, take certain things for granted, etc. I obviously embrace the new changes in the game as well because that's the other thing. The game has evolved so much. Uh, the game has evolved so much. It's true. That, you know, and just one minor modification, I will share this with you. We're looking at the Barbadian cohort right now for the lessons on the 19th. And we actually have been doing a lot of reverse sweeping and thinking, etc. Remember when those things were taboo? And you're right. not supposed to play this shot and that kind of shot. But these are shots that can't play across by the shots. Yeah, so you know, is well equipping these guys with new, new technology, uh, opening them up to the new ways of thinking. And so far, it's actually been pretty receptive. So I could endorse the way how Floyd was about his business. Rohan Nurse as well, top man. And you know, we just there, you no know, trying to do our thing. So that's where I'm at right now, as far as the cricket is concerned. I think I'm going to commentate the whole series as well. I think so. I saw an email, but. I've seen many emails before, but we will see. <laughs> so, a very interesting story. Yeah, yeah. Very, very, very well said. Yeah. Very, very well said. Good story. Very good. Interesting story. Um, good night, Mr. Smith. I know getting to welcome you to the show. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I nearly, nearly didn't make it tonight. Um, I nearly had a verse on that Trojan rhythm, so I don't know oh, what to become of me tonight. So um, you would have mentioned that you obviously would have, you would have played on captain in Perth. So how was it or what strategies did you use to captain such personalities at Eagle? Because obviously you would have had some current players, some superstar players, and obviously yeah. Ryan Hines, Ryan Nurse, that had JP at that time here. So uh, how, how, how was it? Uh, <laughs> um, so, I give, I a little back story. Um, I actually didn't expect the captain Empire. Jason Hayes was just finishing, and he told me that he would like me to succeed him. And I thought the obvious choice would have been Jason Forrest, to be very honest with you. Um, and I asked Hayes, boy, and he says, because they have the propensity to be a bigger idiot than the rest of these idiots. <laughs> <laughs> It was that. It was no serious. It was actually for fun. My first year, my first year, I struggled a lot. I'd be very honest with you because they were this captain and parent protect. At that time, you say it was a power team. You know, you got nine first class boys, and you under a lot of pressure in terms of trying to win games. And they realized that it was more than just setting cover, mid off, extra cover, etc. It was more my management trying to get the best of this Sean Green fed your mind, most negative mind in the world. Yeah, boy, shorty. <laughs> I know you're so passive aggressive, yeah. Yeah, they have around with four different personalities on any given day or right, any, any given session. Right, yeah, boy. Four different personalities. Then you have our singer who's just gonna be cool all the time. You know, that serves as a guy. You have to, you have to squeeze things out of 
Kevin Stokes, you know, they call him Ice Stokes sometimes, you know, Kevin is a fella, he wants to do well, but sometimes he gets so wrapped up in trying to do well that, you know, he forgets that we play with a team. So uh, trying to manage all his personalities over time, I felt like they got better in probably say year three or four, he really started to come into my own with those guys. But again, being at Empire County, Empire was another life experience for me because it was not only about on the field, but administrative work to do. I'm actually, I'm actually still secretary at Empire Club right now. I think it was like five years now or something that got me trapped here. And you find yourself, my many you find yourself having to administer, you find yourself having to captain, you find yourself having to counsel, you find yourself having to break up fights before the start. It's, it's a whole lot of things. And that's why he told me all last year that I felt that he was the man. I felt that he was the man to keep leading in Yorkshire, but he just needed to stop being so nice because at the end of the day, when you make decisions as a leader, regardless of the way I will have to make a decision, and good leaders make decisions. And in making decisions, you will not always have the support of everyone, but the aim is to get support in the majority, and you can't please everybody. So, Correct. as an experience, being at Empire, even all the secretary, you know, having issues with the COVID stuff, and people want to have protocols coming out, and actually blaming me for, for keeping the club shut and that kind of stuff, as if I, I Carol Chapman in the COVID unit, etc. You, you find yourself in a situation where you have to learn to manage personalities all the time. So, I, I would really encourage any young man that looking towards leadership to do it because it's something that as I said it starts to define you as a person. I could say I'm the better for it. Never mind I had to fight many a battle at that club and still fighting, but that's how it is. Mm. And secondly, I don't know if my memory serves me correct. Obviously, obviously we would have had um when it brought it would have been Courtney Brown. Then it would have been a stint with Patrick. And everyone there remembers Shane Dorish, but I say this to say is there any specialist keepers per se obviously we'll have the coaches that will have get the drills and stuff like that but in your case where you was actually a former wicket keeper you would know certain things the kinks of keeping etc are there any specialist keepers coaches in Barbados? i am the specialist, specialist you know. i am i am the specialist i am a specialist keeping coach i did it because i tried to cut out a niche for myself they said to try to stay relevant stay relevant, stay relevant. Mm-hmm. Stay relevant. Um, but I actually was born out of in 2011, I think it was. I had a conversation with Courtney Brown. We were in Ghana. I think he was sitting at that time. And I was having a lot of difficulty keeping in to Anderson Seeley, like the most erratic spinner you could <laughs> ever come across. And God Tell me about it. God, God forbid the pitch is riding and Anderson Seeley pitching the ball, middle and leg. That ball is spinning on your leg. So you can throw on, so you all stamp. And I felt real. I know it was, I, I felt. I didn't felt feet organized, so I remember speaking to Courtney. I was like, man, I having a lot of trouble, and I was looking more for this man, this kind of attitude, like man, that easy. But Courtney was like, Jamal, let me explain something to you. And then he, he went through the rudiments of it, keeping me, and we were sharing some of that experiences. But obviously, he's kind of tall, etc. And then I realized, well, look, there's actually something to this. And I never had this kind of dialogue before. So then I started to open it to other keepers, and I realized, you know, something. There's actually something there. It's a it is a specialist job. And then I started to get into the mold of telling Floyd what I want done or how I want to prepare instead of him coming to me and doing the running the middle things, just hitting a couple of flat balls and that kind of stuff. No, no, no. Started YouTubing stuff and thinking, pointing my own niche for myself because wanting Floyd, they point out to me that I'm an unorthodox keeper. I never had the, the normal style already at six foot seven, six foot eight. People believe I can't get the job done. I used to take that personally. It's my personal mission to keep well. So as I said, you know what, over the years I came up with a lot of formulas. So like for instance, whenever I, I deal with young keepers, before you even hit a ball, my first session is always at least an hour just saying no talking. And when these guys start opening up and share the issues, Fed, as you know, 
you drop a ball at ten, ten or one, create no start, you want to hold the diving. You and you have to learn to get past that mentally on the side. You want to human, etc. God forbid you got a bullet around right? or somebody who can cuss your blind the entire day. You're not gonna let him forget. So I can even Yeah, you know that. I can even take it across the whole for instance. Remember when she and Dorothy in the series? Early on, there was the edge, and he, he didn't go for the ball and gear, but all the men are wrong. And I tell you, I can see that gear, but it's one meanest for our course to drop a catch off. Or that kind of things kind of dampen your spirit and put you in a very, a very bad psychological <coughs> state, you know. And then the next thing, yeah. talking the keepers is about what your strengths and your weaknesses. What do you think about your keeping where you're weak? Because we don't realize it, but most keepers going to catch the standard ball that's going to come through, etc. Everybody has a weakness. For me, it used to be like farm over, yeah. particularly around Heinz. That foolish ball because Ryan has a beautiful arm ball, especially if the ball knew it would drift out. That ball landing near the crease lane at center yep. point, he would get up a little too early and then he get one that actually spins from his side there. You know, it's something. Spins, it's yeah. Thing. It don't happen too often, but you know. You're so murder. He then You're murder. You're murder. All of a murder. And you know, he's he put you well, you're bad. That's it. So I try to, to help my young keepers to first of all affirm their space. Let them know that bowlers cannot dictate how you organize yourself. They stop. They must take the direction from you, and this is your space. This is the hardest job on on the field, and they are not doing it, so they don't have the right to abuse you. You have to grow a very thick skin. You have to understand your game. You have to understand your process, your takes. Because there, there's some psychological things as well in terms of um, even superstition. Some guys like to knock the gloves three times and four times. All kind of things go into it. You know, a lot of people yeah. see on TV. A lot of people see on TV a fellow would drop a ball and come through. Man, he didn't catch that ball that time. Like Kimar was, for instance. Then he balls come through. The ball wobbling. I mean, the ball dancing. I talk about that. It's thing. true. That's all right. Yeah, so, boy. Yeah, like, nah, you see that Kensington over with them big white, them big white side screens. You looking at you just see that little dot and it started to do like that. It's a serious thing. So you know all that little things going to keep in. And they tell you, you funny when you talk to them and they open up themselves and they realize, well, okay, I have similar problems as well. Then obviously as coaches, we assess them and, and see if their points are relevant and where can they prove them, etc. But as a whole, I call it the keepers' union. So we have our own corner, we do our own thing, we have our own drills. You know, we pull them on site, and I will always make sure that I make them bold. And the next thing too is a lovely job. If you don't love the job, you see it's sure you're pulling to do more ignorance. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think that's I think that's uh, a problem. I think that's a problem that we have right now in Barbados. So we have boxmen that catching the ball but don't really want to catch the ball and, and that's not that don't really the key. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. looking at it runs. They may looking at yeah. it special, special. And especially if the mate just a mo- <coughs> as much as a batter. I batter think, yeah. yeah. So that's where you get a little confused. So as I said, for me, my coaching style is the thought process first. Then we get into the skills. Everybody has their own way of going about stuff, but that's where I try to make my intervention with young keepers in particular. I actually was working with Doe on Saturday because he comes around Saturday mornings. And we had a very good conversation about keeping it was working with Revala Clark, as we said, preparing those guys. And we talked about reversing and standing back, etc. And I was actually impressed with those knowledge of his own keeping and what his weaknesses are. He was brutally honest too. And that's the first conversation you have to have with yourself as a keeper, you know, what you're not reversing. Well, a lot of guys that don't reverse, but especially when the pace that you have to reverse, you don't want to send the sticks too far yeah. back. You want to be catching the ball with your sight because you're sending sticks back. That's an issue that Doe had. They want that. Then they see him again internationally that he would have corrected that. Have to want the ball. You have to be catching the reverse in a base position, you know, keep your head out the way at the last minute. All those little things. There's so much technical things that go into it. I can't get into it yeah. all, but the long and short story is I cut out the niche for myself. 
And I'm very glad I'm that's the top and actually gave me the opportunity. I sent an excellent to call me, said, Bert, I want you to come. <laughs> I, want you, I want you to come and do these those keepers for me. You know what I mean? I, I see you doing your work and thing, and I, I think you need some special attention. As I said, then you know you keep updating yourself, your knowledge, you do your YouTubing, you talk to other keepers, you even invent some things. You know, you create your own things, especially based on the on, on how the player is going. And yeah, it's fun. It's fun for me, man. I mean, and that's notwithstanding that I have the other coaching skills as well. But I focus on keeping at that level. At Yorkshire, I'm everything. I, I do bowling. I hear somebody say that Nero's an off-rate bowler. That's really not true. Nero does not spin the ball. Even the ball. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Not fair. Not a fair assessment. Thank you very much. I, 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 I say you don't spin the ball, Nero. Only T20 last year, you had a thing to that for that. I made a promise to myself that I would ease off of the road bowling, but I'm glad that you, that you, uh, um, you know, said what you said. Yeah. Because you know the captain, the, the, the captain Craig would have probably said to give you confidence. You know, the captain is going to say, so yeah. the coach yeah. can be brutally honest. Yeah, but interesting. Uh, the road is only spinning more if you get back. Not even day. They take more spin on the road bowling if it's gonna be bad. Fed, Fed, I can be honest. It's gonna be real bad. Fed, we played 60, 20 games last year and the road did not spin one single ball and it was good. I did for anything, not even one. Hello, boy. Hello, boy. Yes, you're right. Yes, you're right. I have nothing to say on that. Um, oh, I want to hear you. Yeah, really. Hey, just say, just listen, just listen. <laughs> but when I got I going off for the coach and aspect of it into the commentary side of things here now. Mm-hmm. I personally just enjoy listening to you. Yeah, me well. too. So yeah. I want to keep up the good work. Yeah. But I yeah. want to know like who you enjoy working with in the commentary scene and uh commentators that you look up to the to like you would like set you hooks to. Uh my favorite commentator to work with is Hopkins and Andrew Mason, without a doubt. I honestly believe that Andrew is the best ball by ball commentator region. I know people have uh, their views on what he likes to Agreed. talk about otherwise. When mm-hmm. Andrew is on song, man, it, it's like magic. And to be honest with you, I have gotten these kids with Andrew and working together. I don't have to look at him. I don't have to wait for any tools. We just have that synergy going. And I know I actually told him two weeks ago, I'm looking forward to working with him. You know, he gave me that long. And I would say, when Andrew, when Andrew is focused on the cricket, he, he does a good job. And to be fair, even sometimes his extras are are, 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 are needed because, you know, sometimes it's just a little. It plays be a little, yeah. I, I can be very honest with you. Those TV guys, they get away with a lot of murder. TV is very easy to do. Radio is where it works. Especially if the rain is falling or you have to fill. You have to fill a space if there are no ads running or that kind of stuff. It's mm-hmm. actually tedious work. Um, mm-hmm. Keith, does, Keith does his thing as well. Can't even remote and all. Keith is meticulous. He has his files and he's doing his thing. Uh, personally, though, I like for the hacking. I like for the hacking a lot. Um, I think he has he asks intelligent questions. He has a pretty good knowledge of the game. So those three in particular, I don't want to leave anyone, but those three in particular, but certainly Andrew is my favorite to work with, obviously because he's contentious, he keeps me on my toes, he's always in my business, he's always in everybody's business. He's hilarious. <laughs> Man, the fish kit lady's not like that. Can I have two yeah, fish kit? Well, <laughs> he makes a cricket, he makes a cricket. Okay, fine. So you feel it, yeah, the cricket. Uh, this is, this is true. Yeah. 
without a doubt. And as I said, he's also producing most of the time whenever he's on and the ease that he just comes straight into the box and does what he does. I mean, it is actually, I have a lot of respect. <laughs> Uh, the two the two areas in cricket that I would say that after experiencing it for myself, I have a lot of respect for them. It's commentary and obviously grounds nowhere. As Fed and Nero would know, I'm a resident grounds at Yorkshire right now. <laughs> I have three squares at Yorkshire. We call it good job, Yorkshire. good job. But I, I actually, that was born out of working with Apple, great, great Apple, uh, Richard Apple. But then obviously he died. I got, I got a close relationship with Bird and started understanding from those guys' perspective, especially guys that just pull out and roll all day and stuff. is actually breathtaking work and it's very unforgiving. And, and to be fair to those guys, they think they do a pretty good job with the resources that they have and especially for the money that they're asked to work for. So those are two jobs that would say the commentary and the grounds no work that. You know, on closer uh, on closer inspection, actually doing it for myself, I realize that it's, there's an art to it. Those ball by ball commentators, I'm telling you, fellas, those fellas are good. Ball by ball commentary is no joke. Mm, mm, totally interesting. Yeah, for me, Jamal, my amazing what you at, at your height. The, the whole like when you tell like you just see this tall man. You know, you think all right, let's go be a big fast bowler. So you see, come on over. So you're, you're anxious to see the result. <laughs> and then you see the man die, like, just like, every day before he catch, he needs to be living there for first, like, after a set, you know. Because he got tall, you know, and he full of stretch. I see, 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 Yeah, so that was, that was one thing I love to see you keeping the, you, for a tall, for such a tall person, you were so graceful behind the wicket, like move. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't. I was going to say it was hard. It was limber. For tall, it was limber. I always felt like I had a point to prove, and I used to train very, very hard. To be honest with you, I, I, I know, I used to always used to be on me. I remember one year, I was going to Guyana or to the one day tournament, and Ben, so my Ben, look at me, he was like, "Man, you give me a beer, boys down there, ball, keep yours." <laughs> I said, you're not me, brother. I said, you're not me, brother. I got the plan. And the second ball he did, Chris Gill charged Jason Dawes and hit him somewhere down Georgetown. It was like, yeah, I'm not letting a bit man go buy on this tour, bank and trick. They make sure it's on the stuff. And they keep on the stuff. The rest of the day, that was my little trick. I keep on the stuff. Every time it low, I used to compensate for my height by going straight on the. I don't care who you are. I, I keep on the stuff. And, mm. and and I was very effective on the day and does and it came about by list and I remember telling them <laughs> not one single bike. You know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. so Bert, I uh, I know you ain't a coaching that thing now. Uh where 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 you where Jamal will see himself in, in terms of the next two, three years in, in, in the field of coaching, where you would like to see yourself? Or we would like to be. There's something that I did not mention. Um, I actually work for the Ministry of Sport right now as a sports development consultant. So for me, uh, Bert, you, 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 you wear a lot of hats, man. You got a lot yeah. of hats, man. Sometimes, You're a magician. <laughs> sometimes I'm stretched pretty thin, but my point is, is that it may not necessarily be coaching. Um, I'm actually enjoying my stint there so far. And, the work that I've been asked to do is very exciting. It's not only cricket centered, actually dealing with sport in general. As I tell as a young sportsman, like youngish, <coughs> you know the challenges that I went through and trying to, to, to remedy some of the ills if you can, your limited resources, etc. I have about two months on changing 
and it's actually pretty exciting. I actually we're doing a road tennis project right now, working on road tennis, feverishly trying to get off the ground and get to a stage uh, where, as the minister would have articulated in the papers, putting me under a little more pressure that there will be something big going on for road tennis by the end of the year. So looking at the other sports, I dealt with, with surfing a bit, have some conversation with Brian Tom, I have to get back to that, and netball, volleyball, all the issues that they face. You kind of realize that, Guy, I, I like to say guys in our age group, and I say our age group, anybody who's still between 30, 40 range that decade, you know, we have a lot of responsibility on us to help advance the cause of sport in general, not only cricket. And some of us are going to fill those, those administrative roles, etc. And even roles that, you know, are past administrative in terms of people that make high top level decisions. So what I would say is, is that I don't know where Jamal Smith, the coach, will be, say, two, three years from now. What I can mm-hmm. say is that Jamal Smith is working on a holistic approach, trying to administer if he can. And obviously, the coach is always there. The coach is always there to fall back on, so to speak. But so far, um, the two have been working mm-hmm. well, been able, been able to manage my workload with the ministry. I still do my coaching, as I said, with the under 19 cohort. Uh, but at this stage, I can't say for sure whether going one or the other. The commentary is there, but that's another story. You know, I've been very honest and frank. I find if you're not a farmer test player, there's only so far you can go the season. It's very short. And I'm a very tall guy. I can't stand in that room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's unfortunate, you know, it goes down to who gets contracts and who they prefer to select or whatever. You know, Andrew always tell me I'm his number one. I, I, I appreciate that. But seriously speaking, the opportunities that are there for advancement for people that have not necessarily played test cricket are, are enough for a scholarship to be recognized as, as, as guys that would have given um, a large contribution to the game, large enough to be considered for serious roles in the cricket. You know, I think that mindset needs to change as well. Uh, the guys that have not gone on, so to speak, have a lot to offer. And in sport in general as well, and, and these are these little things that we have to start reading out. So that's why you particularly said the guys from third or you know, those guys that finished the first degree, probably studying a master's or finished a master's, going on to a PhD or whatever, but have decisions to make are aware of the times, you know, are aware of some of the challenges that they would face as sportsmen, et cetera. We have a big responsibility. So all I can say for no is I wear many hats trying to get to that point where we'll probably just have one big sombrero on, but we will see. Jamal, you made an interesting <laughs> point. You made an interesting point about your commentary and you know it's familiar voices, but eventually these guys getting fade out and then get all the masons. Why isn't like as a succession plan in terms of like, commentary training? You know these guys, the masons that have the knowledge, just to sit down, yeah. Because you know, as you said, there's so much avenues that a, a person. Let me use let me use myself for me, and I love the sport. I ain't getting away, but it's a fine sport. I know the game. You you can say, all right, there's a niche here for you. Commentary training, you want as a young. There's some you could try things because you might not have the on field technical ability, but you might got a brilliant mind in terms of remembering stats and you got a good voice you can talk. So to me there's an opportunity like that. I'm glad that it's a lot of young on pair right now. You know? So if you could do it like that and you know, and you mentioned take you along for a little internship and sahada, you learn the ropes. Obviously you will meet players and then some clubs I think is do like streaming. Some clubs do their own like streaming. So you can get a little gig there and you you find your footing from there. So I think like that's an avenue. And you know you can speak to the powers that be and say that a, that you could groom people throughout the region, not only in Barbers, but throughout the region. So the same way you got a pool of creators, a talent pool of umpires, grown men the same way, a talent pool of um young young commentators, so that you know the cycle just keep going and you don't all hear the same 
or voices on every tour for regional cricket. No, you will bring the old people to get them, you know, opportunity to hear to hear a different voice. Or I can respond to that. I can respond to that by saying this, right? I actually got a message today. I was warned about coming on this show for the funny point of view guys are more is more freestyle and I told the guy that I know I to be political and also be political. But again, as I stated very early in the show, I also call it as a stay here, boy. So I'm gonna be very I'll be very honest with y'all guys. There's no pathway. I think Andrew Mason has started trying to de- mm-hmm. to develop a pathway from the point of view that um there's some younger voices that he's experimented with in Noah mm-hmm. Shane Ramsey was doing a little work. And uh, don't forget Antonio Trini Ali. I think mm-hmm. I think he has I think he has all the tendency to be a wonderful ball football commentator. He's very knowledgeable, he's articulate, has a nice voice, he understands, yeah, yeah, yeah. he understands things. Um, but there are only a few of us around and I've been very honest. Uh, people stop me every day of life and say, Well, okay, so I'm gonna read, etc. Uh when I can hear you again and I, I will have to say something like, Well, I don't know how to be how many powers that be. So it's a case where you don't know if you can get the work. And as I said before, it's been pretty much based on who gets the contract. If I do get the work, I know you can get work. If I mm. get work, I can't You understand yeah. what I'm saying? And again, as I tell you, people have this attitude that if you have not played that's okay. And I, I see it a lot too sometimes in comments on social media and it annoys me. A guy would say something like you can't make a comment about a player because you never play this amount of things or whatever. But then we have some so-called legends and I say so-called not disrespecting them because they have Shubin done very well on but they can basically say anything they want. They can do anything they want, or and 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 there's no repercussions for that. And it's like, okay, we should give them a job just because you know what? It's, it's a lot of hypocrisy that's going on that goes on in the industry, and mm-hmm. it's not it's not right. It's not fair mm-hmm. to young men that are actually trying to make a difference because mm-hmm. you can even and you know and I and the one thing that stuck out to me, every single man from the old boys club that comes to congratulate me on commentary always says the same thing: you could be the next Tony Cozier. In my mind, I am like, okay, I'm hearing you, but Tony Koja was around in a time when uh, radio broadcasters, in particular, were respected for their profession and journalists, I would be allowed Correct. that opportunity. But in this current moment, and you, as you will know, there's been, there's been a shift, particularly on TV, where the TV commentators are almost always former always. Players, international players. Then there's, yeah. the move, then there's the other movement now. We have to include um, if it's gender. We have to include the females. Females. But no, I have no problems with the females. No. the diversity mm-hmm. is fine. But what I'm saying is, you're focusing on that. But then you again, as you said, you have young girls who may be able to come through. Who their player careers probably ended early, but they're pretty much young and very much just like all oh, you all guys who understand the game and know certain mm-hmm. perspectives, etc. And here we are in a box not knowing whether or not we're going to get work because another guy only picked Big, former mm, test players they've been very honest and they've been no no to my no i respect that i, I appreciate that because i have i, have, I know who's barred for me you know it's something that i'm very passionate about and it's unfortunate because we do our work for instance antonio ali he makes me miserable stats on top of stats on top of stats if i prepare if i'm going to do this job like for instance it, 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 i've seen an email relative to the one series i guarantee you that at least two or three weeks before the one series starts i'm going to do my research i'm going to sit down when i go over south african names pronunciations when i go over those little things i remember a statistician complaining to me when i first started saying man you don't call for me you don't need me for nothing in my head i'm like this is my job but this is what i come to do so i do my research so i'm not going to be commentating cricket and lean over and ask the statistician but wait 
how much runs he scored last year, I suppose to know that though. That's how I feel about that. That's not I don't say the statistician always has his role because there are obviously some things historically, especially that you will not know. My point is, is that there's a lot of effort and it's a method because I'm a researcher by nature. This is how I go about my business. And I like to speak for Antonio Allen as well. He does that. But then you have a case where you have guys that just come in and order right in on the horse to come in and go on the mic to say what they have to say. And sometimes they say things that probably they shouldn't be saying, but at any day they have tested on say their name so they're not graded with the same sheet as this and they will guarantee work. And that must change. It must be a pathway. Right. And the, the minister of sport actually says it all the time. He walks through his office and he looks at me and says, Jamal, we have to create global citizens. We have to create more jobs um, out of sport. What's going on with the commentary? What's going on with this and that? And there are avenues for young men out there, but you know, it's a case where people are, I guess, afraid of our mm-hmm. views and our expressions. On the one hand, on the other hand, they're just being, being greedy, being very honest. I, I, so I, 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 I totally agree, agree on that. I, I, I agree and as you say, it's just greed, mm. and but you don't understand like succession planning. Not everybody would have played Gandhi testing for various reasons, but the mind. But if you get a younger person an opportunity, you know you can inspire the generation around you. My 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 friend, let me tell you my friend Jason's a commentator. No, I can listen. I can tune in. I'm a cricket fan. But I can listen in to hear my magic, my commentary, cause he's my know, friend. And not only that, you just touched on a very relevant point. What you have, what you are doing, then is you're creating more interest in the same game because the younger cohort, the guys, I want to listen to Bert. I want to listen to Antonio Ali. I want to listen to Ram. I want to listen to Jones, whoever. Because these guys bring in things that are relevant to our time. But again, but again, these people, I, I believe they know that they know and they understand. It's just not really it's greed. Them. Greed. And it's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's so life, ridiculously boy. small that like you would never imagine. And then when you were getting concessionary, as far as they're concerned. Concessionary speeches for our ministers about you're doing a good job, keep it up, and it, yeah, give me a break. Provide mm. some access and opportunities, not from only myself, mm. but for other young people. Because mm. I, I, this question that you asked me is very relevant. You know, how many people walk into ministry or we like this, I read like my, but how you become a content commentator or an analyst. Well, I can tell you how you became an analyst. And you may have seen me one day at a UV game, but one night. I was walking past. He's like, man, Jamal, come in here, do some comments. Somebody was sick or something. Like, me, man, I don't know. Commentary. He was like, man, man, come here, sit down with my Let me see you're working with. Like, you know, you stick your mic in my face, and I do what I have to do. And I'm saying, just based on cricket knowledge, no training whatsoever, mass communication, whatever, whatever. And he said to me, man, I want you to come back tomorrow. I was like, okay. You know, I said, tomorrow turn another day, another day, another day. But my point is that I would like to at least be the catalyst or or, or the, the, the moment that these people start to realize was a let us get some younger men into this thing. Let us get some men that are not necessarily test cricketers and they want to stress that. I cannot stress that enough. Uh-huh. There's no way that in a sport that we all know and love, because I refer to cricket as being coined that way before, cricket is a public good. You cannot uh-huh. tell me or determine or dictate how far I can go in cricket. You could probably could determine that on the field, but off the field, all the ancillary jobs that there are, everything else, ah, you cannot decide that you only boxing to a certain or beating the drum to a certain a certain set of people. It is ridiculous, and they've been very honest and very frank about it. And if this show will huh. tell you why, and they get some messages, or you don't get some. Oh, we, we, nah, nah, this, 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 this,
and book the box and thing. Imagine if it's not for this platform, Jess. I I really decide now nah, we be the gone pitching this show. That man said, man, nah, man, but they know that I'm not forget. But uh, mm. but they're gonna test. I'm mean, gonna test knowledge. But mm. we yeah. we came up with the show because we see it. We ain't, we calling it as fans of the game and people how we want to see the cricket, how we want to sit down and view the cricket in a few years the on and off. And obviously we interviewing different people like yourself. to hear different opinions, different backgrounds. And the guys will tell you we've had people we have, we have people listening to the show who are not cricket lovers but tune in because they are friends of us or they listen and they learn little things and they say, well, when they watch this now i can pick up on this i didn't know he went let me come here share the story how he went through the hurricane i myself i forgot about it rebought the question and personally that was real rough so it allows the viewers to see a different side of you the cricketer yeah, you know, cause yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. come out here, you peel by layers is a free for all. <laughs> you know, you you speak your heart, so respectfully, I should say, speak your heart respectfully, and your mind. But you know, you you helping other people, you're drawing other people to the sport, and that's what we basically do the show about. So your opinion and what you know said, I will heartily agree with, and I believe that. Maybe probably you're the catalyst. You never know. Maybe you're the catalyst. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. And, and honestly, honestly, you know, for for how for how he's answering these questions, I just listening to him. Like, I, I definitely, I would nominate him. I would nominate him to be the catalyst. That's the joke. He's he's definitely speaking fast, and I, I love and 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 agree with a hundred percent with everything that he's saying. He, he's really really hitting the nail on it on on the head on on his head tonight. Um. I, I'm not sure if you guys had any more questions for Bert. Uh, any, uh, really, Colin Moore? Any guys? Any more questions? You get any more? You big, the big topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the the as we can say, Bert, I I I I, I, I want to get your your uh, thought on this uh, as question as well. But you know, as we can see, there's a, we have a practice match going on here, um, and I. I I just want to ask this question. I, I, when, don't, don't let me uh, don't let me say when. Do the guys let me just do the guys think that you know we're waste? I don't want to say waste time, but I'm gonna say waste time. <laughs> Are we wasting time with not having sheer hope in this? West Indies test side. I I know Sheerhope had a very um dry patch where he wasn't scoring any runs. I mean, it, it happens to the best of us. It happens to the, well, not the best of us because I'm not. Fine, that okay. <laughs> it happens. It happens to. <laughs> it happens to the, to the best of them. I should say. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we we cannot dispute that just That's going there is all talent. That Sheerhope is probably the best master in the best in this team. We, we just bear some of that. Not probably. Correct. Okay. He, he is. And and we, we see that he's scoring, he's scoring, he's scoring heavily. He, he came back, he scored runs in, in, in the in the Wandis um series against Sri, Sri Lanka. And we know we know he's he we see that whole he's looking in this practice match now. So I, I just want to get the guys' take on 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 that. Really, really, I'm gonna start here with you. Um, you know, 
do you think that you know we should just you know sell that it's just time to get share hot back in the in the in the um in the testing or do we continue to let you know share hope uh, probably play these games and probably i don't know play first class and try to work his way up and probably, i don't know try to prove himself again We care. Let me this way. I can be sure I said, but. Yeah, okay, you carry me? You carry me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can hear you, Rudy. Go ahead. Want to hear me? Yeah. Oh, 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 oh right, right. Sure, I said, Too often to the show. It's Craig Brother. I should carry on smart to you next so, so really you want... the test. He was, he was crazy, the I hear you. You 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 put it top of the order. Started here, yeah. ma. I just I you you open here top of the order. That is your ideal position for Sheho, or is just that you just want to get rid of John Campbell so bad that you just want to make Sheho right now? No. <laughs> no, really speaking, but yes, you know that I want to get rid of John Campbell bad. Uh -huh. But realistically speaking, uh -huh. I want to see him opening against South Africa. Just you want to see him opening. Okay, okay. Fair. Do it, just, he, just, he just has to open for me. Okay, fair, fair, fair mm. point. Fair point. Ah, uh, Nero, I, I, this, I know no, she no, hopes no, right, so. This I, is I, so, this is so, this is so that I just But, um, what I would say is mm -hmm. yes, it's time for, for, for Shea to be back in the white clothes. But not as an opener. Not as an opener. Obviously, there's a glaring <clears throat> position there next to Craig. They're not outstanding contenders to fill the spot. Um, obviously, Mosey didn't grab the opportunity in uh, Bangladesh, etc. So, obviously, <clears throat> she, she has exploits in white ball cricket. Persons right. are the easiest option. But white ball and red ball is two different things. Facts. But I just think, obviously, after the time he had the lean, the pack, the bar, the, the bar patch he had, I, I just think he should come back in the test cricket, but not as an opener. Probably as a number four, number five batter. But I, I, but I can see that's what's going to happen because it's just glaring. I don't want it to happen. I know that what is going to happen. You don't know what, what to happen, Nero. Right? I'm into the squad and opening the next test series. So you feel that that's going to happen, Nero? It close, it close, it close, boy. The problem with Stark Campbell because uh -huh. the winning Bangladesh is going to draw the last test series, but it got to be very, very close right now. Mike, I think Reedy was saying something. Very close. Well, no, Nero, Nero talked about the problem with Stark Campbell because of what happened in Bangladesh and um and the draw there. Fair yeah. point. But the the, the win in Bangladesh yeah. and the draw against Sri Lanka. What, what draw Campbell do? We, we're telling it close. Now telling it close. So yes, it's time for you to come back, but 
not as an opener. My my answer my answer will probably shock a lot of people and viewers call it very I'm very honestly fellas I honestly I am ninety percent of the opinion that he should open the bar in the series. We should give you a run. I I I I call it watching that warm up game convince me enough, Jason. Right, Nero? Give I can force him your side. Give him a run. Cause uh, when Kiran Paul bought, I was like, shh. But I was going but it's post was for sure out of the century. So my other time percent is Kiran Paul. But I for sure let out a shout out and going back to John Gamble. He cannot open. So I nice percent share, ten percent uh power to open. So I don't know. 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 I don't I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Share the best basketball. No, share gonna be his side, hands down. But to open with share, to me, nah. You got you. you first of all, you got to share where he want back. Fuck. <laughs> to me, that's the first thing you gotta do. Cause he's the best basketball. I be comfortable that. And to be honest, the position that 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 available should be probably number four. But Bonnie gonna start. No Bonnie got he roars and whatever. Bonnie gonna start. So that number four spot up. Bravo Brooks. Shea. Shea gonna start. Mm-hmm. You understand? So mm-hmm. I went open with him. He got a play. I opened it with him. John Campbell's gonna be a day. He played number four spot right now. I can't sign off for John Campbell playing though. I can't sign that. I can't sign off for E playing. Robado can eat for lunch yeah, and let lunch and dinner. I don't believe he got open. He got you were saying something really? Nah boy said boy. Hey you. No, you. No, I was asking you if you were saying something uh, to what Collymore was saying. I heard that was yeah. We got some bad, bad reception. No, I was saying that that um, Muggy Star as the as the um incumbent three, but but Collymore is the incumbent four. Okay, uh, about it, sir. Richard I believe Collymore should be like a, a five, uh, at least a six. Mm. Yeah, I, I share off there, but I don't believe for it. He, I don't believe for lack of a better word. So, basically, so basically, South Africa got nine more against the gap. Already off the bat, they got nine more against the gap. They only got nine more against the gap. So, you, you, we just get South Africa, we get his star, Jess. They got nine more men, well. Good. Nine more men to go. And Shane still, although he, he, he got perfect pop chain, he's practice games. Don't forget, Bravo scored double and one. He's practice games still, though. 
in New Zealand. Yeah, uh, but series no, that was the first class. That, that was that was against New Zealand opposition. That was all in England. No, but he just saying, yeah, she is the best. But don't let me, don't let us go. Don't let us go. Don't let me, don't let me, yeah, see up too high. And then yeah, fine, but in order to improve those areas of concern, he has to play. He has to play. All right. I say is, don't let it too hard too early. Because every day, he's talking about John Campbell, right? But Rabada and that man still going to ball at Shea, you know, made the new ball. Mm. Okay. okay. I, yeah. so, I, I, I ain't watched much of the sure. game, but I don't know if he correctly right. probably had fallen over. Falling over, falling over. We got Arthur Smith. The ones he correct, be be blessed. Let me see what side you find, Smith. The last time I was on my moat in a public forum about Shea Hope, I received that threat. No. I'm going to start this. I'm going to start this analysis on the back of what Federal said. I still don't believe that until Shea alleviates that problem on just on top of the Austin ball, Nick and Bat in particular, he's going to be a target for world class fast bowlers. That's taking nothing away from his batsmanship and one that's very clear he's a class act, particularly with white ball. Um, but as I said before, he has not convinced me as a best batsman yet, certainly not as a test opener. I will never forget those two wonderful hunters at Henry. I will remember them probably for the rest of my life. I think uh, Nero, I think Nero will use those two centuries as some sort of depiction on his wedding day just to <laughs> I don't think I've come across a bigger shareholder fine than Nero. But having yeah. said all of that, having said all of that, it's not a comfortable position to be in where you are looking at a top order and basically swapping a man moving a man of hoping that a man would score one. I think as I said we all identify a little technical flaw with Shea, and that's not to say he cannot work it out because, as we said, he's a class up. We know this. We know this, especially when he's And he's a hard worker. Yes, definitely. You can't take that from Shea. Probably one of yeah. the hardest workers. Correct. Um, the John Campbell issue... <laughs> the John Campbell issue is a very funny one. I will go on a limb, I will go on a limb and say that I believe that John Campbell can play. Me too. I don't believe, however, that John Campbell is related to time at Chris Well, I do not think that he understands how we're constructing it. Correct. To say that we're going to just dash him here in light of the fact. Because it's something that I speak about regularly. I call it slowing down the production line. We told him we, we had introduced Shea Mosley just for two tests, for instance. Uh, we clearly see that Shea needs some work. And he was actually playing the conditions I was hoping uh, that he would have obviously been able to get off. But we could see that Mosley's a guy that needs to spend some more time in first class cricket before he comes back up, for instance. So I'd be saying that we're going to go back to Shea at the top of the innings, we have to at least acknowledge the fact that the, that the project may not work as well as we want simply because we're hoping that he has adjusted that technical flaw and we're hoping he can get past that. But if he doesn't, uh, you know, a good point is weird. Is, you know, he's probably more suited uh, down the middle innings in test for him. I actually believe that his keeping has gone on leaps and bounds as well. That's taking nothing away from the silver target and the silver. Just saying that for the year. Um, but we have to be realistic when it comes to the principles of white ball cricket. Usually, 
probably start with two slits. Hardly ever gully the ball does not move laterally as much. Shares in a position where he can control his innings, especially from over number, uh, I would say from number 15 or so. And it was a stat that I had seen a while back. It was assessing all the world openers in white ball cricket, and she had a good straight rate. Again, not taking nothing away from him, but it suggests obviously uh, that he's not, he doesn't take any chances early in his innings. And plus, two players with explosive men like Evan Lewis is in the gears, there's no need for that either. When you break down his batting, what I noticed in his test batting was that he was spending a lot of time at the crease for him if he returned. So, Shea wasn't, like, say, coming again, make off at his second ball. He's batting, like, 18, 90 yard balls for, like, 27, 17, whatever, what have you. Actually, his last session was encouraging to me. I don't know if Nero, you remember the test. Yeah, yeah, he, he was aggressive. 40 yard and he was, he was more aggressive. aggressive. I, I actually yeah. personally prefer that style of play to think that, you know, he probably needed to break the more. Uh, so to say that Shea will open the behind or he should, from my perspective, I'm 50-50 there because, as you say, Campbell had returns hasn't been good and Kieran Power hasn't been there before. And are we going on the best of best game? There's uh, questions we got to answer. I believe that teams are pick off the three Ps, politics, potential, and performance, and not necessarily in that order. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, there are a lot of factors to consider. But having said that, he sure, Shea will certainly be around in any conversation. And more... I mean, realistically speaking, if he's not in in this next series, more more likely he will be in for the next series. So he's going to be yeah. here or there. But the question yeah. is whether or not, as we say, he's working on a technical floor, and whether or not he's going to bat say, four or five as opposed to opening. That's left to be seen. What we're saying, though, is that we have a, a pool of players, I guess, 14 players, and particularly a set of top order backs right now that we have to work with. Mm-hmm. We might not want to be willing to, but we have to work with it for the simple fact that what is behind the product on the production line. It's not that promising. So these guys will have to continue to play and make some more mistakes. And you never know, it might actually work out. John Campbell may, may score some runs or Shea may come back. Uh, you know, I Shea may come back, refresh, and actually get off to the to start because I suspect to if Shea gets a run of scores and that's for it, probably the rest will be history. Right, Nero, you'll probably be able to lift that average from that 26 to up to 36 or so. But that's that. And why are you receiving that? And why are you receiving a death trap? Death trap, Jamal. So I, I, I'm over that. I, and I always, I that. I always say that any publicity is good publicity. So the bad publicity that came as a result of the comments that I made, I was, I stand by them, and I, I really not much bothered. I, I think I have a pretty good idea for here. I know a person who what I think, uh, you know, makes a good batsman and what batsman watch, etc. So they said, shares 50-50 for me if he plays. I don't have any argument if he doesn't start. You know, you can still look at the fact that, you know, his, his form coming it coming up to test cricket has not been the best. But I would say that he yeah. 400, 400 best of best. I don't know how much credence the best of best has because I think it's probably just one, two games amongst your peers. So that's another thing to consider. Where we'll, like, where we'll move forward, the conversation is to suggest that the West Indies actually have a prime opportunity to move up the rankings. And that's something that I'm watching with interest because I think the six currently, South Africa and Pakistan are ahead of them. And these are two teams that technically speaking we can overcome if we play the right cricket okay. and so far in particular going through the um the, the problems with the team the 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 key quarter, yeah and, all the key. And, and this and that pakistan as you know is a very erratic team so i'm hoping for the guys see that we put together a string of series this year in the one series that sees us moving up those test rankings for me personally 
Um, that was signal to me that Wrestling's cricket is moving forward. And then going in, obviously going into the T20 with that cracker jacker squad, you can never discount the Wrestling's with that T20 team that we have. Facts. So, you know, lot, lots of for consideration, but I would say 50, 50 on top. Part of Boston right now is neither fish or hole for me. Uh, other people will obviously have their own opinions, but you know, it's 50 50 or wrong. We have to work with this core group regardless. Those guys will be around for the next two series or so. Well said, well said. Uh, Colin Moore, I, 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 I saw you uh, shaking your head here just now. <clears throat> just agreeing. Just agreeing with Bert, man. Certain things, you know, average and and, and the same best, best, best to this team. And I ain't dying. That's that's like me scoring runs against Yorkshire in the media. Mm. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like me scoring 100 against Yorkshire in the media in game mm-hmm. one. And so, I mean, I'm I looking for a share going to be running cricket. Mm-hmm. But as 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 as, as Jamal said, share out the words, so to speak. You know, I, and this is not, I, I, I find when it's people share, it seems that you, you, you are anti share. But. Mm-hmm. He, he got that technical flaw. Yes, he's our best, but just he, he can't be keep getting up the same way on. So, so I just hope that that corrected. I mean, see the one there's it silky smooth, which I don't have no problem with. But it's the red mm-hmm. ball, mm-hmm. it's the red ball. You understand? Know I, I I looking to see this series because this is the make or break. You understand? Know For sure, mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. is the make or break. Not that we can done with it, but. Mm-hmm. This is the chance for he to 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 to, to quiet he doubters to say, well, look, I'm gonna put some respect on my name, man. I right, I here to right. stay and score. This can become you understand. So it, 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 this is the series for he. This is not because it, because <laughs> you know they got this thing over there. That I I hear shit. <laughs> people people say, yeah, I don't hear that man. That man's a good. He's a he's a harsh. How he's playing cricket, how he's live. That man's a cool fella, but I just yeah. I'm a. I'm an honest fella. I'm an honest fella, Jesse. You understand? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And once he correct that, once she correct that, the sky is the limit for she, man. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Uh, well, fellas, I mean, I really enjoyed the conversations tonight, Bert. He really, uh, yeah, he really dropped some 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 gems. I, it was very interesting. I I, I learned a lot uh, <laughs> myself tonight just listening. To, to, to Jamal thoughts, so I, I really um, appreciate that. Uh, Nero, I know you, you know, yeah, 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 Mr. Smith. Uh, before you go, I just want to know who you would like to see on bench talk, but before that, you have to set us up with the person who you would like to see on the show, man. Oh, that, that's very interesting. You want to tell me what you're looking for, uh, Nero? I may be able to help you out. My phone large, you know, I got some big ones mm. on my phone. well like i said earlier uh jamal like like i said they be conversations and ideas yes. right you close out the fans wanna uh, Bert gonna come back on the show later in the season to give an update on Nero and Fed's performance for the season. Being frank to the fans, fans are excited and more. Well, I can be very honest with you. After paper, after doing the stats last year and stuff, I really would not want to come back on the show. I see the Nero. 
I can't even remember you raised it from my memory. Switching the box sometimes, man. Come, then he switch the box. <coughs> then he added out the middle. Just when he hit the ball along off, but ball go all that shit spoon straight down to long off. If you doing TV, if you doing catch and practice. So, but yeah, man. But the fans can the fans can follow online, man. Or where we can post the scores. We keep on after day. We keep on after day. Well, uh, Jamal, on behalf of the guys, I want to thank you for um, joining us on the show tonight. Like I said, I really enjoyed the talk, and I, I definitely would like to have you back on again sometime in the future because I feel like, you know, we could go on and on talking cricket with you, and, you know, you, you seem very knowledgeable um, about the game, you know. So, I like I said, we could go on and on. Um, I, so, I, I, I don't want to hear about Nero's bowling and all of that there. I, I, I wouldn't want to bring you want to talk about Nero's stats, you know. I, I, I wouldn't want to waste a show on that, but um, <laughs> it would be it would be very, it would be very, yeah. You want to look at my back, bro, boy. Well, Nero, I know you for years, so I know your back is raw, so that's why we continue to throw jobs, but um. Uh, I also want to wish you all the best in your career, uh, Jamal. You said, uh, you know, you're you're not sticking to you know commentary or, or coaching or whatever. You just you know want to stay relevant to the sporting arena and 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 uh, um, around cricket. And you know, from hearing you speak, you definitely seem to be a focused individual. You definitely seem to have your head on. So, you know, I I have no doubt that you will definitely you know, reach that, you know, peak and, you know, as you say, stay relevant as you, you know, you, you, you know set out to, to, to do. So, like I said, I, I want to wish you all the best in the future. And like I said, thank you very much and hope to have you on the show uh, in the future. Uh, respect. One thing I have to say is that I had to do a good job on the show tonight because they got here, man. Reese so quiet. It's so interesting because he was the man I was looking to. You know, I didn't tell myself he come in the boss and pierce and make me. was it's just cool and quiet. So I had to, to do a good job. I had to do a good job, mate. But you know, I was oh, just listening to you. Yeah, you have to be quiet. Oh, just listening. I take no knowledge. On a real, on, on a real, fellas. On a real, I think you all onto something. I think this is a very interesting concept. And I encourage you all guys to keep doing what you're doing. And I hope and I wish for the best for the future. You never know what's possible, you never know who's listening. There's a very good concept, so keep it the good work, fellas. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Well, appreciate it. Yeah. And uh just want to continue to you just want to continue to thank all the uh viewers uh, and everyone who continues to send messages and you know support us. Uh just want to thank you for key uh to, for continuing to, to show the support. Uh, you know, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe uh, under the show when you watch the video. So thanks again 
for watching guys